presents the In My House Pro Wrestling Podcast. Finally, The Rock has come back home. Scotty Villa brings you your new favorite pro wrestling podcast. There is nothing you could do that is more dangerous than wrestling CM Punk. He's got the latest in covering all of the major promotions in professional wrestling. Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. Breaking news and hot topics. He's covering everything from Monday night till Sunday night's main event. I'm the hottest thing in professional wrestling. I'm Dr. Rit Baker. D. And we never forget to go old school. I was rowdy before rowdy was cool. From the golden era. The irresistible force meeting the immovable object. To the attitude era. And if you're not done with that... To the revolution. It's about the 14 years it took me to go from undesirable to ungoddamn deniable. And everything in between. This is your pro wrestling podcast. This is in my house. Give me a hell yeah! Welcome everybody to the In My House Pro Wrestling Podcast. I am Scotty Villa. This is Paralegal Mike. Hey! <laughs> As you can tell, we're fired up, we're jacked up. We are ready to go after a fantastic Royal Rumble weekend. Oh, under <laughs> We're going to break down the entire show. Uh, but pal, how are you? I am not bad. Yeah. Not bad at all. Excited to talk pro wrestling. Yeah. And you know what? We're on the road. We're on the road to WrestleMania. I like to call it the roads to WrestleMania, but I we'll know. get it. <laughs> I, know. I would never call it that. Yeah, man. It is. I'm taking one road. <laughs> we are uh, on the road to WrestleMania, the best time of the year for wrestling fans. Uh, it's so much fun because. Even if you're not a WWE fan, other companies out there try to steal the headlines, steal the spotlight, get some own tr- their own traction, and that just makes their product better and much more fun and more fun to watch. So that's why I say it's the best time of the year for wrestling fans. A lot of wrestling to watch around this time. Yeah. Especially it's... around WrestleMania week. Mm. And there's a lot of wrestling to be watched, but we're here talking about the big one. I hate doing it. I love AEW. Yes, we do. Oh, boy. The Fed has delivered. <laughs> Scotty, the, the Fed has delivered. We are excited to talk about this year's Royal Rumble. The winners, the losers, <laughs> and us. <laughs> I don't know how to follow. I'm not a loser. Uh, no. no. Uh, well, there's winners and losers, and I hope you're one of them in life. So, dude, it, it was a great show. Before we get into that, again, we've got to give a massive amount of thanks to everyone that's listened over this past week. Again, our numbers keep rising, our listens keep rising, our downloads keep rising, and that's a giant help by you guys sharing the show, uh, sharing the podcast that's on Spotify that you're listening to right now. Thank you as well for doing all that for us, with us. 
it's a giant community in the wrestling world, but to have like our own little community within that community and see that grow every week is fantastic. So thank you so much. We've got some uh, great supporters out there, brother. I will say this too. Uh, anyone listening to Amazon Music, I know you're out there. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Yeah. You know, right? But the, our Spotify crew, our social media crew, mm-hmm. we appreciate everyone. We see it. We're tracking it. Uh, we love you all. Yeah. Thanks for being here. Makes us so happy you have no idea. It really, really does. Anytime we get a message or we get those analytics back about our numbers are growing again, it, it literally makes our day. It's fantastic. Plus, we know everything that we're talking about, we know you guys are our fantasy booking, discussing, breaking down things just like we are. And that's why we started doing this podcast is because we're like, everyone else is doing it. Let's, let's do it too. And do it with us. Yeah. We, we have those lines of communication, but also because of that, Scotty Dia. Mm-hmm. I believe there's people we want to mention. Yeah. Those who are interacting with the In My House Pro Wrestling <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> give them a shout out. Yes. I would like to give a couple shout outs here because I have had some people reach out via the In My House uh, Podcast Instagram page at In My House Pod. It's great because this one listener who reached out will tie into what you're going to get into. He found us through a shared link that uh, good old Evan at Caravan had graciously retweets and reposts our our posts from uh instagram and on facebook to his stories on his page and it's fantastic so i got a nice message from uh, a gentleman at on instagram at 306 306 yeah uh i don't know the guy's name he's a super great guy just from uh having a quick chat with him he's asking you know where we're from we're in the same city here in regina um, he does a lot of great Twitch stuff, does some trivia nights and things like that. So, uh, dude, thanks so much for listening. Thanks for checking out the show. I'm glad that, you know, one of our listeners had shared this podcast and that's how someone else found it. That is huge for us. It really, really is. So thank you so much. But because <laughs> of that, we're going to give a big shout out to Caravan Curio and Collectibles. You can find them at 1640 Albert Street, number two in Regina, Saskatchewan. Please. Go and support our friends at Caravan. It's my favorite store in the city. They are the best ever. Thank you yes. so much. Um, all your horror needs, all your wrestling needs, please. Caravan, Curio, and Collectibles here over Jones. Yep. Follow them on Instagram. It's Caravan with a K. Follow them on Facebook. Evan and the team over there are posting stuff on their stories of, of merchandise, new product every single day. They've got old school WCW cards from like the 1990s that are just calling my name to just buy a pack and, and bust them open. So, yeah, I uh, can't All think right. of enough. You know why I'm not there? I'm a real wrestling fan. <laughs> no, but again, nothing but love to our friends at Caravan Curio and Collectibles. Mm-hmm. Please, if you're a Regina Saskatchewan, go see them. Again, the address is 1640 Albert Street, number two. If you're a Regina Saskatchewan, we would love it. Yes. Tell him we sent you. Uh, so the, real quick, jumping back, uh, the gentleman on Instagram, uh, his Instagram handle is the number three O, so O H H H six dot TTV. Uh, he does trivia nights. He does streaming with, uh, looks like some Call of Duty on there. Uh, looks, games, yeah, he's, he's got Guess some great what? posts. It, it really does make a day and it makes it um, for like, let's be honest, dude. We were doing the show for us for a little while, but like, all right, let's get it on Spotify and see what we can do. And it's growing and growing. And to have people uh, 
uh, reaching out and saying, hey, love the show, listen to the show. One more shout out for uh, Corey Malikoff on Instagram as well. He hit me up on my Instagram account, Scotty Via Wrestling, uh, saying he loves the show. Uh, he's wanting to know where he can find our old shows on the old Spotify. Uh, so we're gonna we may try to upload some of those on 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 the on the we're Spotify. Past that, Corey, wake up! <laughs> yeah. It's a new season. It's a new up. Yeah. Sound, also- SoundCloud is a little over and done, but Spotify is a new place to be. Maybe we'll put up some old shows, some retro shows. But um, thank you, Corey. We do appreciate the support. Absolutely. He's giving me some great feedback on the, the Bray Wyatt match from Rumble. So we'll get into We'll get into uh, that. You like Cody Rhodes? <laughs> well, Scotty V, here we are. Yes. Post Royal Rumble. Oof. And it feels good. It feels incredible. What a show it was. We absolutely enjoyed ourselves. We. Sorry again to all of our followers that we didn't get enough on the socials. I was too busy reacting in front. Of <laughs> yeah. um, I tried my best. But that's why we do this show for you. And let's get into it. Who would have thought in a million years the show would have opened with the Men's Royal Rumble? It sounds terrible, but all of us were like, well, the Women's Royal Rumble's kicking off the show. We both had talked before we watched the show. Like, yeah, it's Women's Royal Rumble. Yeah. That's, that's got to be the go. We were way off. Way off, way wrong. And here comes something where I thought I thought was gonna main event the show. It's not yeah. like WrestleMania where you have to have a title before the rumble. Nope. Here came the men's Royal Rumble. And for the last few years, it's been a rumble match that's main evented the rumble. Yeah. So you had that like, oh, what are they gonna do? And then we we find out that it's opening with the men's rumble. We are blown away. And then we're like, oh. how does the show end? What's going on now? So it was so much fun. And, and blown away is understatement, especially in the men's rumble. It's yeah. not necessarily surprises. So again, we're going to get this out there now. Marks, you know how I love when I call you. <laughs> um, this is a rumble that is actually one of the best Royal Rumble matches. Mm-hmm. It's not because of surprises. It's because of work. Yeah. And uh, booking. Arguably, in the last five years, the best Royal Rumble I've ever seen. Yeah, I'd have to really go back and think of like the last five. I would and... say you would probably say like three. Well, I don't count the one where there's no fans at Edge One. Not going to count that. Yeah, I'm but, sorry, but you still should. Mm. It's it's it, in there. It, it is in there. We like when KO and Seth were at WrestleMania. There's no fans there either. Yeah, but spots there. But anyway, it's regardless. Mm. I I think this is one of the the best in the last five years. Yes, it was a great rumble, and I think that's something that they've conditioned us that this way in the past to expect big surprises, legends coming back, this, this, and that. You got to realize now that a lot of these legends are either just too old to do these things, or they work somewhere else, and they're contracted somewhere else, and they can't do this, and they're not going to open the forbidden door just for a pop when they've got a giant cast of uh, wrestlers in their roster that can fill those spots. Happy happy you said that. I think this goes back, we've talked about it in the pod before, the Hunter era. Yeah. Um, show your talent. And this Royal Rumble showed WWE talent. Yes, it, it did. It, it really brought out those guys who deserve to be in the spotlight. Really well. It shook me, because I, I love surprises. I'm like, yeah, we all do. But it made sense. Like this, this show made sense because of the the lack of surprise. Yeah, there's a card there. There's guys in the locker room there who can come out and do the work. So and guess what? 
They really, really did. So one critique that I'd heard of the men's rumble compared to the women's rumble, which I never thought about it this way until he said it, and I was actually a good friend of ours, Bo Shackle. He had, he had said, I enjoyed the women's rumble more because there was more, and he's a very casual fan. He only watches sure. around WrestleMania season, so he doesn't watch any of the time. He said the reason he liked the women's rumble compared to the, the men's rumble was there's a different variety of actual characters with the women, and which is a very... I, I think that's unfair in this climate of wrestling. I the characters you're talking about mm -hmm. were not in the 80s. I agree with we're, you. We're not in the 80s. Mm -hmm. A lot of people are going to look and kind of feel the same. It's what you do on TV. It's what you do on Monday and Friday that differentiate. Yes. I'm against that, but also, like, I love the critique because like, yep. the women's rumble, to be fair, yeah, there was a little bit different feeling yeah but we'll get to that in a second let's get back to the men's rumble here cool. uh it started off with uh good old gunther yeah. starting in it at number one Man. and let's be honest the way you booked it you wanted to see cody rhodes at one if he's coming back and he's winning this I, thing we'll get to it yeah it, it was disappointing not to see cody at one mm -hmm. for me because if you're going to come back from an injury and want to work and win fans over that should have been the now I see why you chose Gunther. Yes. Because, oh my God. You're making Gunther. The climax to the match was great. And you know what sucks? We'll look at Gunther at one. Everything else is a fill-in. Until 30. Mm -hmm. If you look at it now, like I have. It just felt like, oh, pieces are in place, pieces are in place. Here's 30. Yeah, you definitely got the feeling uh, when it comes to the Men's Royal Rumble match. Like you said. Gunther's in at one. The way things we, we're looking back now, as because we know how things worked out, everything else in the middle was piece by piece of like, okay, hey, this is the story we want to tell here at these numbers. Okay, Brock is in and now Bobby's in. We're telling that story really quick. Okay, now we've got Ricochet in and things like that. I, I like what you said that too. Piece by piece story. You told the story and not one, but numerous throughout the Royal Rumble. Mm -hmm. They had gotten stuff over for WrestleMania more than ever in one match. It is insane what they did. I'd even argue with you that they've set the table for not only this WrestleMania, but next WrestleMania within this match. You know what? Just the history of WWE within yeah. this match. Yeah. That's incredible. But I think for this year's WrestleMania, because we're on the road, we're here. This is the show to get us ready to build. They have done so much in so little time. Granted, like the men's rumble was an hour long. Like it was a big part of this show. It, it ate up a lot. The stories it told was incredible. The looks it gave us for potential matches, insane. For me, just even going back to Brock and Bobby, Brock comes out and I'm very, I really enjoyed the fact that Brock showed up the last couple of weeks on Raw and SmackDown. And was almost made as if, like, hey, this guy's a part of our roster. And he wasn't in there long. Doesn't need to be. No, but sorry to cut you off, but, like, Brock is always billed as, like, when he comes out, he beats you. That's where the rumble really changed everything. It just shook me to my core. What was it, it was, first of all, it was the stereo between Brock and Gunther. Yeah. That was the first one where I go, yep. That's the match we want. Well, like, you you felt the rumble of the crowd everyone. just pick up. 
huge pop from the crowd, but not only us, but we're like, we know the workers they are. And if you're going to get a big badass over, which I think that there is that guy. Yeah. This was the stare down you needed. Brock smiling, Gunther just stone cold in his face, always. Chopping him, but nothing. It was so well done. But I knew where it was going. This story was not for Gunther and Brock. Not now. It's that tease. Yeah. Where it's just like, hey, we also have SummerSlam. We also we have the biggest party of the <laughs> summer, but that wasn't the time. No. We got a pretty quick Brock appearance. Bobby Lashley came out. And Brock does what Brock does better than anybody in wrestling. He made everyone else and mostly Bobby Lashley look like a million fucking dollars. The bumps that Brock takes over the top ropes, and I've been saying this since he his first run in WWE, the best seller in the business. The, for a big man, the size that he is, I know everyone else says it too, but I feel like I've been saying it from day one, the best seller in the business. He makes everyone look like a million bucks if that's the job that he has to do. And he made Bobby look like a beast. The reaction that Brock got or Brock had after he got eliminated, slamming the stairs on the announce table, real pissed off, looking like he's going to murder Bobby Lashley the next time he sees him. Cool. I'm excited for that. I want to see what Bobby Lashley does to prevent that the next time he sees Brock Lesnar. It's it's fun. It's a fun little piece that because when when we were looking at the Rumble, right before Brock came in, we're like, man, there's a lot of guys in the ring right now, and they're all smaller. I bet Brock's coming out soon, and he's going to clean house. And then Brock came out. Brock didn't clean house. He didn't get a chance to. He got a couple beat down, the stare down with Walter a little bit. Then Bobby comes out, eliminates Brock, and we were all left and like, whoa, we didn't get the typical Brock Rumble experience. Didn't expect that. That's fun. That's different. Now I've got a pissed off Brock Lesnar again. And that makes for a great television in the future. When Brock gets eliminated by Bobby Lashley, we knew that's mania. I don't know what night that lands on, but that's mania. Mm-hmm. It's Brock after. <laughs> yeah. It's Brock after that. That sells that match. Slamming the stairs to the table. Crushing Baron Corbin when he comes <laughs> yeah. out, which we love. But it... It built that match. I have to give it to Hunter and Creative. Mm-hmm. You you did so much within this match to sell us on potential WrestleMania matches. It's insane. But wow. also, we knew. I think after Crown Jewel, like the way the the Bobby Brock match finished, we're not done here. Yes, and and also like it's not like Goldberg Brock. No. Which, which you know how I feel. Like, yeah. I, I don't care for it. But Bobby's kind of the guy I would say, like, all right, you match up. You match up with my guy who should be champion always because he should realistically beat everyone. Mm-hmm. Or past that. Roman did it. So who's his next matchup? Yeah, it makes sense that it's Bobby Lashley. And I'm for it. I am for it for WrestleMania. I There'll be no gimmick. I hope these guys just get to wrestle. Yeah. And yeah. you know what? For Brock? Go 20 minutes. Like, that's for fans now where you know a Brock match. We've sat through them. 15, maybe even 14 minutes is the longest. We get this guy to 20 minutes in a real wrestling match. God, that's what we want. And it just gets Bobby over even more if they do 100%, that. 100%. If that's your plan, mm-hmm. where it's just like, Brock, you can go back to this kind of deal, then Bobby should go over. He should. Yeah. But right now, I don't know who will. Because the Brock selling on the outside of the Rumble, like, 
getting eliminated when he does. And it was a huge pop. Like, yeah. Brock getting eliminated was shocking to him. Because usually we see that guy go in, he'll come in, and he will win. That is just his role. For, He's the beast. Yeah. He conquered the street. He conquers <laughs> everyone. For me, I... in. I, we didn't talk about it on air about final fours of rumbles or anything like that, but I thought Brock would be a final four guy. I did it like you did, but also I figured after crown jewel, the Bobby thing was where they wanted to go. It, yeah. It's just a good, finally a good matchup for Brock. And this has always been the trickiest part about Brock. Lesnar, the matchups physically, because mm-hmm. I always say it too. If I'm booking Brock Lesnar should beat everyone. But Bobby Lashley gives that benefit of the doubt, where he is big enough and strong enough to fight Brock Lesnar off and maybe win. Which, if I'm going into Mania, I'm positioning a Lashley to win. Well, and, and you should, because I think Lashley's on a good streak, too. I Again, I think the guy's terrible in the mic. I do. Oh, I'm yeah. First to say, Bobby Lashley is god-awful on promo skills, but he's got this size in the ring to hang with those boys that make the WWE. Yeah. For me, it was probably the best looking elimination from the men's rumble. He took a hell of a bump. I agree. I feel like a lot of eliminations were a little bit slow, a little melodic. They just took their time. It, there wasn't a lot it of... It felt like the rumbles of past, right? Yeah, it, it did. It felt just... Yeah, slow. I don't know how else to put it, but you know, but like that matches uniquely kind of that way. Mm-hmm. Also, our biggest gripe. I could, I don't want to speak for you, but we'll both say it. You gotta keep working. <laughs> and people are getting thrown out of the rumble match. Yeah. Oh man, you're 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 getting me fired up now because I don't want to take anything away from the fun show that it was. The one major nitpick that I do have when it comes to the Royal Rumble is no one works. Is that you could tell things are planned and spots are planned, which is fine. That's how the rumble works these days. But I don't want to see a guy just taking a knee in the corner. But also, you know, it's funny you say that. Things were always planned that way. Like, these guys are four guys ahead talking about coming in. But this is just every person who came in, it felt like, let's not do anything. Yeah. Let's not throw punches. Let's not wrestle. Let this guy get his shit in. But I'll say it too, like, some guys who came in didn't need to get their shit in. No, yeah. It's insane to me. We'll get into it with the women's rumble as well, where keep working. Get someone in the corner. Work them over slowly. You can can grab some air. You can throw some punches. You don't have to do a body slam, but you have to be doing something. Everyone just freezes and is dead in their tracks it's so obvious too it really really is this rumble was bad for it but also the highs of it outweighed that kind of thing it, it did you it and did I are also we're a little anal on that where you're just like you're a wrestling guy <laughs> yeah. keep, keep working please keep, keep, keep doing your job and but, but the excitement that came from those entrants were like yeah. oh we we popped huge for that and that but Still grab someone. Still throw him in the corner. Try to lift him over. Pick a leg just, up. Just do something. You're not going to throw him over. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, just work a little more. That's our gripe on this. Yes. Yeah. Just work a little more. <laughs> that's the only, that's the major gripe. But again, it's it's a bit of nitpicking because it was a touch too obvious for me for and sure. for us, especially during the men's. Women's Royal Rumble, you know, some what? girls would, would 
you know, take a girl in the corner and, you know, throw in a punch or a kick or a we'll, headlock or we'll whatever. But we'll get to there. But we'll let's, get to there. Let's, but, let's power through the men's royal. So let, let's just get into essentially the, the, the next couple big moments in the Rumble. Yeah. Uh, we've got an entrant that's supposed to come out. It's supposed to be Rey Mysterio. He does not come out. That clock just winds down. The next person that comes out Which is... Also wrestling fans, by the way, don't be weird. If you don't come out to your song and the next number comes, you're eliminated. Yeah. This is not Curtis Axel. <laughs> Curtis Axel is still very much so <laughs> yeah. in the Rumble. He actually sent out a tweet the other yeah. on Rumble Day, <laughs> which was great. So Ray didn't come out. The next entrant hits. It's Dominic Mysterio's music. He comes out and he's got Ray's mask on, insinuating that he took out Ray in the back. Ray couldn't make it in. And um, hey, guess what? Mark's talking to you again. Yeah. Dominic Mysterio is good. Mike? Dominic Mysterio is good. He is doing exactly what WWE needs him to do. Yeah. And he is playing that kind of heel so well. Yes, Dom isn't perfect in ring. Scott, you said it best. Uh, Raw 30. Yeah. You had said, this is the best Dom's look. And I don't disagree with you because that was the best he looked, but he is finally getting into his own, and you're seeing it every show. So Raw 30 happens. We said this on the last show, but uh, Raw 30 hits. Uh, I text you and say, that's the best Dom has ever looked. It's the first time I've seen him in the ring where I didn't go, ah, he looked pretty green there. He was just another wrestler on the card having a match that I was enjoying, and he was getting me really pissed off because he was doing some chicken shit heel stuff, which he is the full-blown chicken shit coward heel in WWE right now. And it's so good. It's really, really good. Yeah, on the mic, he's not great, but again, he's been in this business for like a year and a half. We'll get him there. Man, in the Rumble, he didn't even get in the ring right away, and the crowd was killing him. It was great. Commentary was killing (laughs) him. But also, we're passing by a big one. Pat McAfee is yes, back, yes. It, it helped this show tremendously. Let's touch on that real quick, then we'll get back to Dom. I want to finish my thoughts on Dom. But yes, so before the show even starts, I think it was my wife that had said, is Pat McAfee coming back? We're like, wow, no one's really thought about that, but wouldn't that be cool? I was like, well, he'd be great in the Rumble. Great in the Wait. Rumble. But also, that was kind of like, for us at that point, we're like, that's our surprise. Yes. Yeah. That that will come. Yeah. Nope. We'll just open the show with (laughs) Pat McAfee coming back. And Michael Cole pop. Later in the match. And I mean later in the match. And guess what? Yes. Booker T came out. I never want to see Booker T wrestle again. (laughs) Uh, Guess what? I know why. Yeah. That town, yeah. I, we know why Booker T came out. Mm-hmm. Not a, not a great surprise. But at this point, I realized what the men's rumble was doing. Not about. No, it was about building. It was about story building. Mm-hmm. It, and everyone remember that. Yes, was it predictable? Absolutely. We're gonna get to the finale soon. Yeah. But my moment was number twenty nine. Logan Paul's music is. Yeah. And again. You feel however you want to feel about Logan Paul. The outsider, arrogant, whatever. This guy works. He has done nothing but proven himself Mm -hmm. every match he's in. So when he came out, yes, 
this crowd booing him. Rightfully so. You're a part-timer. You are. An outsider as well. Absolutely. But guess what happened? The kid gets in the ring and he fucking works. Yeah. He works and guess what has the moment to me in the Raw Rumble. The spot in the Raw Rumble with Ricochet. Which also, let's not undersell Ricochet. Guy showed no up. other guy who can do this spot with him. But when you're on opposite ends of the ring and having the talk that you're having, they, well, let's do it. <laughs> and they get up and hit a double clothesline that makes the whole arena stand on their feet. They springboard off the top ropes from each side of the ring. They're standing on the outside of the apron, springboarding from the top rope, catching nothing but air and meeting midair above the height of the top rope and colliding. And I'll tell you this. Watch Logan's fall. Oof. Oof. You have fake bumps like that. Nope. He's bouncing off that canvas. But there was no other person in that ring who was going to take that bump. Logan knows, hey, if I'm going to get over, I can't work like a Seth, who is excellent in the Rumble. Well. Yes. I can't work like these guys. I'm going to have to stand out. And that was the moment. But then the moment happened after again. <laughs> yeah. Logan stayed in the match. Yep. He came down to that final four. Him, Seth, so. Gunther, Cody. Yeah. Which, let's stop right now. We'll give Scott his glory. <laughs> but we got to move on with the show. Yes. Here's, I'm going to get past my beef before Scott gets into it. Yes, everybody. I knew Cody Rhodes was going to win the 2023 Royal Rumble. I did. I just hate that he came in at third. Scott said it best on the last week. Put him in at 14. Put him in midway. I wanted him in at number one. Get through the gauntlet. Get, do it, Cody. You want to be the American Nightmare? Beat everybody. And we kept waiting and waiting and waiting. When Logan hit at 29, that was it. Yeah. We knew, but even before that, I'm like, Coming out of thirty, like, let's not. And I know it worked for Cena in the Garden. Like I, I rewatch this clip all the time, and I love it because that crowd loves when Cena loses their shit. But I say to him, like, Cody comes out at one, and he fights his way back. He looks way tougher. Mm-hmm. He does. Granted, who you're left in there with is tough. <laughs> yeah. Um. By the way. Gunther for everyone, from number one to the to final two. Yep. Don't ever sell that short. They are pushing this guy. Gunther's going to be there. He's going to be a top heel in this goddamn business. Not right now, but I still think it hurts that Cody came in at thirty. And I, I again, we knew going into Mania, I want the Cody Rhodes moment. I think it fits for WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Coming out of thirty makes it look weak. It makes it look like how they fed Roman to us. It, it sucks. Yes, I agree with you. I since last week's show when you had said Cody needs to come in at one, I never argued that. I didn't think they'd bring him in at one anyway. You, I thought they like, should have. I like your idea better, even midway through. I, I'm with you at least fourteen, fifteen. You, no, for me, no higher than fourteen or fifteen because then you're getting the journey. Still, you're still getting the adventure of him fighting, and then you have guys like Braun Strowman coming in, Bobby Lashley coming in. And you could have Cody kind of getting a, a bit of a face-off with those guys. And then they can get eliminated how wherever. 
but Cody takes his licks from those guys as well. And then when he gets down to the final two and it's against Gunther, then you see more of that one-on-one and Cody's already beaten down. They beat the shit out of Cody at the end, but I mean, Gunther had already been in there for an hour. Cody had been in there for four minutes. Too fresh. But also, I like when you say that. I think Cody took his licks from guys he's going to have to wrestle in a year from now. Yeah. That, this is where they kind of win at 30. I, I'm starting to eat my own words because, mm-hmm. like, do we want to see Cody and Gunther? You better believe I want to see that. <laughs> yeah. When they're standing off, I'm going, yeah, okay, all right, this is, this is wrestling. This is what I want to see. But for now... Cody needed to work his way back up that ladder. You you shouldn't be spoon fed for the guy who wants to get the title and do the thing his dad couldn't do. This was not the way. I I agree. One thing that they did in the Rumble match that I I can't remember if I said it on air last week or not, but I th- I remember talking to you about it. Is oh you can't wait. To read it. <laughs> Listen to the tape. <laughs> uh, I said at one point I want to see Cody and Seth and somewhere else in in there where Cody and Seth almost have to work together. And they did that against Gunther for a little bit. You, you're right, because um, if anything, I would have rather myself saw a little more from the, the Seth Cody. I, I'm with you, too. Seth didn't get his offense, yeah. mm-hmm. but also they built a different match. Yeah, they, they did. WrestleMania is so awesome. Fans, don't get it twisted. Logan Paul throwing out Seth is not a bad thing. It is a great thing. I think that match will be exciting as all hell. Yeah. I do. I, I truly believe that. Mm-hmm. But I also believe that, like, Cody needs Roman. And Cody, we're, we're going to get that. Cody needs Roman mm-hmm. to make the WrestleMania moment. To make WrestleMania, to be honest. Because those sure. video packages and everything up to it is going to mean so much more, especially after the outcome. But we're going to get to that soon. Yeah. So, yes, Cody Rose came in at 30. And yes, Logan Paul throughout Seth Rollins. <laughs> But it didn't matter. It, it came down to two men. It was Gunther and Cody Rhodes. And Gunther beat the shit out of him, chopping and him like crazy. You know what? They put on what I think would have been a really good Monday Night Raw main event. Yep, yep. In that rumble. Mm-hmm. And like Cody sold for him after, during. He nailed it in the press conference after like, man, this, that taste of a little blood in your mouth. Mm-hmm. Where I'm just like, good for you, Cody. Like, gets you over, but it also gets Gunther over. Guess what? They're building it like we love 90s wrestling, 80s wrestling. Yeah. He has the IC. What's the next step? We'll get you there, kid. If you if you heard the shows on the SoundCloud before, that's all I preached all the time. Like, you're, you're not wrong. Like, Scotty Vee, for the first time ever, the old school booking is working. Mm-hmm. Gunther has this title. Why? It's a title after you're going to get. Yeah. He is it. Tough son of a bitch. But it didn't matter because Cody Rhodes, yes, did win the 2023 Royal Rumble, which we knew going in. We all knew it. And I'm fine with it. Just don't have him come out at 30. Make him work. Gunther went in and won. It helped. Yes. yes. And he was proven to be that. Even though Cody goes over and we love that Cody won. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're taking about as much time explaining this. <laughs> yeah. All the people who came in, it wasn't a surprise. Yeah. No one was a surprise. Yeah, it's not a big deal. We if were you... hoping Big E would come back. He didn't. I, I was hoping for uh, a Matt Riddle return. So. Oh, no. He's still on drugs. Yeah. So, <laughs> but, I will say this. Um, yes, I'm very happy Cody Rhodes is going to the main event at WrestleMania. Yeah. yeah. I think him and Roman will be great together. I, I think they're going to be a perfect duo. 
it's going to be such a good match. Cause Especially after what we talked about, too. Yes. Uh, I think Cody's such an invested type of storyline type of wrestler. This will be his... I don't, can't even think of the word. This will be his greatest accomplishment in the pro wrestling world yeah. is telling this story and then the follow-up beyond. I think Cody Rhodes will continue to tell this story through the rest of the year. But Cody yeah. Rhodes, your winner of the Men's Rumble. And, and, and rightfully so. So much but fun also, to watch. Got, what else happened on the Rumble? Following up the Men's uh, Royal Rumble, won by the American Nightmare Cody Rhodes, who will now headline WrestleMania against Roman Reigns. We had the Pitch Black match uh, sponsored by Mountain Dew with LA Knight versus Bray Wyatt in the Mountain Dew Pitch Black match. We no one had a clue as to what this is going to look like. Cody Rhodes says it tastes great. Um, so no one has a clue of what it's going to look like, feel like, what the match actually is. We get the match. Uh, LA Knight comes out, cool entrance. It was a standard entrance, but I thought he looked good, looked great. Bray Wyatt comes out with an, a great entrance as well. Uh, we've got Mountain Dew logo on the mat, and then the lights go out, yeah. and it's they got dimmed. And let's let's just tell our well, our it, faithful it, listeners what it was. It wasn't a pitch black match. They turned the lights down. Well, it was uh, a it was a glow in the dark match. And what is the match called? It was called a pitch black match. But how the but, are you going to do? But guess that? what? I hear you. And guess what? The results not terrible. I'm going to paint the picture in case people haven't watched it yet that are listening to this podcast. Thanks for listening on Spotify and Amazon Music. Ellie Knight's trunks are glow-in-the-dark. His boots are glow-in-the-dark. Uh, the ring ropes are glow-in-the-dark, which I thought was very cool. Uh, it's almost like a if you were to go into a room where there was a black light, that's what it looks like, right? Bray Wyatt has on face and body paint that glows in the dark. They made him look awesome. There was. Um, very cool. The cell light. Yeah. You know, Ellie Knight had trunks on. Whatever. Bray Wyatt was the spectacle. You know what? It makes me feel for the LA Knight part of it. I slowly started to feel what you were saying. It's got to be. Dude's over. The crowd was behind mm-hmm. him. Yes. I, he, could he be in a better program? Yes. Or he could be off TV. I think this is he perfectly fine. He probably will be now. I don't think so. He'll be wrestling Elias in no time. Uh, well. He will. I'm still on TV, but yeah. No, no. no but anyway, let's get back you to the show here. This match, yes. When those lights went out, and that effect hit on Bray Wyatt. Okay. The crowd, ooh, ah, cool. The too were like, that is awesome. Loved it. He looked menacing in the way he needs to. The unfortunate part was the bell rang. <laughs> they had whatever that was. They threw they, kicks and punches, and they tried to make it a little hardcore match. Kendo was taking, you know how much I love Kendo. <laughs> right. LA Knight should have probably got in proper open. I, I think if you're you're trying to get him in that category too, where he's like, hey, he's a guy who can wrestle Bray Wyatt. The, the Bray Wyatt who's back. There should have been offense there that is actual wrestling moves. You're, you're not wrong there, pal. Uh, LA Knight needs to work, but I think, to be fair, there needs to be work within that match. I, I There was punching and kicking and kendo sticks and a spot on the table that it fell flat, but I feel like they, whether it was a direction they had for the match or their time got cut. I, I would think time like that, the, the men's rumble went an hour. Yeah, over an hour, like an hour, five, hour, ten kind of thing, plus the celebration afterwards and whatnot. So, once. So, you know what? I take that back. You have the time. You have the time to build this character. Yes. Yeah, so. And also to help LA Knight. And guess what? When they came into the ring, LA Knight didn't work. 
hit him with a kendo stick. Let this guy do some wrestling. Let's see what he's capable of. For me, I think we're gonna get the wrestling on TV between now and and Mania Yo, kind Paul, of thing, right? I think. <laughs> no, he's, he's not. I think this match was set up to obviously pro- like progress the story of whatever Bray Wyatt is doing. LNA just happened to be the guy that he's with. And you could no, plug and play anybody in there. Unfair, that's an unfair statement because at what what expense? LA Knights. Yeah, but you could you you could have put fucking Braun Strowman in there too. It would still would have been at Braun's expense. They were doing what they needed to do because it's part of Bray Wyatt's story leading into what I think will happen at WrestleMania. I don't know what that is, but we're just getting there. And we saw an introduction of the match ended. Bray Wyatt gets the one, two, three. And very then quickly, it was very quick, but where LA Knight didn't get in his own offense, he just did an extreme rule. I'm, kind of I'm very curious if, and it didn't work very well if this is it, but I'm very curious if they were told LA Knight, you need to sell just being terrified. And we don't want to see you do wrestling moves because that's not what someone would do in, in when they're scared. That hurts uh, LA Knight uh, even more. It's just a, just like a guess. Be scared the whole time. <laughs> But, but you're probably not wrong with the time around the match. I see I see how you're booking this, mm-hmm. but you have to agree, if you want LA Knight to be someone you're going to have be a player, even mid-card, like an IC champ, this did not help you. Um, this did not help. My personal opinion, I don't think it helped or hurt him. And we talked last week before about how we hope that you know, Bray Wyatt goes over, but LA Knight gets over. And I don't think that happened in this match. It did not But, at all. but I, I think within two weeks, if LA Knight's back on TV, he Which cuts. He won't be. I think he's back, if not this week, next week at the latest. I, I just think that might as well just get him back on track. It's very obvious that he's over with what he's doing with the crowd, with his promos. And it is, but you should have got more of that in on a high-profile pay-per-view. Mm, yeah, but where the eyes are, and they touted the numbers of people's social views, yeah, all of that stuff. I'm sorry, I like LA Knight, and you're right. I think leading up to this, yeah, the trajectory, yeah, was so good for LA Knight until this match happened, and they put him into obscurity. Well, you're not wrong. I will uh, 100% agree with you that I don't think it's going to hurt him as much it, as you think. It just the the thing for me is though. In the grand scheme of thing, they got their promotion out of this match with the the sponsor, which they got their money's worth. Let's be honest. They got their money's There's worth. No, there is no doubt about that. They, <laughs> they got, got that. They got the progression of the Bray Wyatt storyline, which was the number one thing to do in this match. Which we talked about, but also sloppily. Let's, uh, yeah, let's, let's get to that for a stuff. second. Let me. Oh, sorry. But. <laughs> we'll get to that. But I think it doesn't hurt him at all. It just didn't get him over. I think. With you've you've got your money and your promotions worth, you got your storyline with Bray Wyatt, and I think LA Knight just needs to come back. All he has to do is make the audience enter, entertain and laugh, which he does with his promos. Even if he's talking shit, he makes the audience pop a little bit. And then all he's got to do is weasel his way into an IC title match somehow, weasel his way into a main or you know a mid card storyline, and it meant nothing. And Bray Wyatt goes on and his telling his storyline, and let's be honest. After the Royal Rumble, was anybody talking about anything other than Cody Rhodes, Rhea Ripley, or the Bloodline? No. Yeah, okay. So even it's if it is there, forgotten... Guess what? Yes, they were. And you know what they were talking about? The goof that was Pitch Black and its ending. I mean, that's just... Yes, they were. They, and Twitter 
ripped that apart. I'm sorry. They can't. Those yeah. were social aware. Actually, there's another moment too, and it's Kevin Owens. We'll get to it. Okay, we'll get there, yeah. but but I think the end of this match probably hurt LA Knight just as much. I think it also hurt Bray because 100%. I, so I'm not before that. we talk about it really quick, I just want to add like since Bray has be, has become these other beings and other characters, including the fiend, not everything has lived up to the hype. And some stuff has looked so bad that it's hurt the character so bad. I.e. the hell in the cell with Seth Rollins. Things need to be tightened up a lot more when it comes to these crazy spectacles or crazy events with the Bray Wyatt world. 100%. But you know, you know what's crazy about that too? Like, it, Bray has been on a good path. I think a great path. I, I feel like it hasn't been goofy until we got here at Rumble. So after the match, we get the one, two, three. They brawl outside of the ring into the audience area to a platform. Yeah. Which, I mean, Bray Wyatt. You've all watched WWE before. Yes. Bray Wyatt at this point has put on an actual mask. It looks violent. You know but the new change of mask, yeah, sure. That, it's a good new break. L- looks cool. We're not opposed to this. Nope. But as they go to that platform, new mask on, Uncle Howdy. Appears on a higher platform. It does the stupid fucking shake. The Howdy dance. Yeah. And then hits the high spot that doesn't. It it's it doesn't hit LA Knight. It's not even close. Social media era. So that angle, sure, you can try to sell that on TV all you want. It doesn't matter. Minutes after someone on Twitter is posting that view from the side of the fans, where he misses him by a mile. Yeah, by a mile. And you guys have to be so careful about this, especially protecting that Bray Wyatt character. Because after Uncle Howdy jumps and the fire pops up after they land and not touch each other. Ray Wyatt is kneeling there with the mask on, looking fucking evil, and on top of the platform are the characters from the Firefly yeah, Funhouse. Which, which I love. Life sized. Which, 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 cool. Yes, I love it. Let's let's push this forward, not at the expense of it. And that move was at the expense of Bray Wyatt and his character, and not only that, but L.A. Knight. Yes, getting hit with nothing. How do you bounce him back? How do you not have him come out and be like, you didn't even hit me? That's how I <laughs> have LA Knight come out and be like, I'm perfectly fine. If anything, now LA Knight is going to win the Andre. <laughs> the giant Memorial yeah. Battle Royal. Yeah. We'll, we'll see in two weeks uh, when we kind of get some follow-up you know on SmackDown. If you think LA Knight is on the next pay-per-view, he is not. Uh, does the free-for-all count? The kickoff show? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, it does. Uh, so we got that, and then after that match, uh, we can move on from that. Um, we got the women's championship match, which was Bianca Belair defending her title against Alexa Bliss. It was a fine match. It was it, to me, unfortunately, it was no different than a match I see on Monday Night Raw with these two women every uh, week. It, it just wasn't. Uh, that's it, not taking away anything from the talent or anything like that, but it, it, it just was a a a, a fine match. And I believe I talked about this last week, or maybe it was off air. Again, I'm terrible at remembering well, my timelines here. Yeah, we but be yeah, we really should. Um, my thing that my issue with Alexa Bliss is, which is a very minor one, but I just wish she would work more. I feel like in the last few years, she's been off and on a lot with injuries and yeah. and taking time off, which is but fine. But um, after the match, Alexa lost. She's in the ring. She's disheveled and upset. We get a video package and a video on the screens that's Bray Wyatt esque. 
And then that was it. I thought we'd get another sort of a Uncle Howdy appearance, maybe even a Bray appearance. It left me very flat of like, damn, man, like you're having such a great night so far, in my opinion. And you have all the characters of the Bray Wyatt world there. And we're, I'm getting a video package, not even some sort of like message in the ring. I thought that was like, you, you could have done more. It's, you know what? It's so crazy. I actually kind of, now that I look at it, score the, the pitch black, pitch black match and this at the same level. Like it's a C plus. Like yeah. they, they were on the same page. You didn't have to go out and steal the show because they knew what was going to steal the show. Yeah. The card already explained that goal. <laughs> yeah. But it, it's upsetting because I think Alexa probably needed a little bit more from this. Yeah, I agree. But like, I feel the same way about LA Knight. He also needed some. So the undercard, which sucks to say, because like the men's Royal Rumble started this. Show, yeah. But those matches in between really were a letdown to me, which doesn't hurt the show because, boy, we, women's Royal Rumble. That was up next, and we got a great Royal Rumble. It starts off with Rhea Ripley coming in at number one, which did we predict? Did we call we, spots for the women's room we, last week? We never, we never said where they'd come in. Yeah, we, we kind of blew it there. We, we, who we thought would win. Yes, and I think it was quite obvious it to. Was I, I think it was more unanimous than the, the men's Royal Rumble match. So in this one, when it comes to the men's Royal Rumble, they announced like a, probably 20 guys that were going to be competing in the Rumble. Very, very few surprises you could have. Yeah, right? When it comes to the women's Rumble, they only had maybe 10 ladies, maybe 12 ladies announced, and then everything else was like, all right, these are just other women on the roster, but also some surprises, some returns, which was uh, really fun. Michelle McCool coming out, when they showed her in the crowd earlier, just sitting there with her kids. I'm like, oh, that's cool. And then she's called into the rumble. Fun. Fun little moment. And I like seeing what? it. And not just jabbed at you where you're like, oh, whatever. Yeah. But I think the big ones were, I love this booking. Rhea number one. Liv Morgan number two. Yeah. So if you're trying to get two stars over, you did it. Mm-hmm. And you, you did it so goddamn well. They were a tag team, and I love the press stuff after from Rhea. Yeah. We were that dominant as a tag team. Like, you're selling. And Liv is going to get pushed. She, yeah. They've been oh, yeah. trying to find that moment. I think they found it. Ronda was a bit, they were trying. They're like, oh, this is sloppy. Mm-hmm. This worked well. Yeah. But obviously, my gal, 2022. Yeah, it was a great way to start. It's the later stuff that happened that blew us the fuck away. Yeah. Um, let's talk about Oscar. <laughs> let's talk about the hottest thing in wrestling. Maybe steal the thunder from my girl, Rhea Ripley. Oh my God. We got Killer Connor back. You see, and I, I don't like this. You can't do that. Don't do that, Marks. Scotty's I'm doing it. We we got no, the you got Oscar in a different light, and that's how we should be selling it. And I get it. I love where your head yeah. at. So we're packaging it different, and that entrance was fucking awesome. The reveal after the mask, her face paint, fucking awesome. Yes. But then Oscar went into the ring, and she was Oscar. She was that killer we have wanted for so long. Scotty V's biggest pop of the night was awesome. It really Believe was. <laughs> I say he loves Cody Rhodes, and I mean loves Cody Rhodes. This was a pop like no other. Yeah. Scotty V is very excited. Oscar's back. So am 
high because that women's division needs something fierce and it works so, that the look everything i'm with you sold me to loved it it did it did a great job of return we said last week again referring to last week i said i don't want to see if oscar doesn't come back at the rumble i don't want to see her till the night after mania and I didn't think we were going to get Asuka. You know what? It felt weird because, like, they they were good this year and not Kamenek. Yeah. And also, we've been to a big show before. Mm-hmm. So we know what's happening. So when the cheers came out and then, like, the mass hit, we're like, oh. So we pop in the way we do in the living room yeah. that the crowd gets before us. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a great, great entrance. Just incredible. Great work too. Yeah, new attire, uh, crazy face paint, shorter hair. The the look she had back in Japan, where she was a killer, you know, and which is what was she assigned to be in NXT? And she was in NXT essentially. Was, there was a lot of people who were killers in NXT. Yeah, exactly. But with Oscar being back, my big fear was like what we've been seeing with Oscar the last couple of years is a soft Oscar, you know, just. I'm not saying she doesn't care, but going through the motions, you know, doing the wrestling match and, and kind of going home and doing what she's told, essentially. Now I'm sure she's doing what she's told, but they're saying, we need you to be the Oscar. We need you to be where you're laying your shit in. You're making these look like you're killing these women. You need that division to work. Yeah. And it worked. It did. She killed women. She was precise. She was throwing kicks and throwing punches and backspin kicks and also, making it look like she was taking chicks' heads off. But also sold for people when you need Yes, she did. She did her job. She was tremendous. It would be great that way to sell for those who need it. Yeah, yeah. I think they need to be very careful because at one point she started dancing like the old Asuka, and I was like, please don't do that. I don't want you to dance. I just need you to be violent. I need you to be the woman in the women's division that everyone's legitimately terrified of. And when you do get into a match, it's a fight. It is a brawl. It is strong style without strong style. And and it worked into the final three of the Rumble, which I think is the most magical Rumble moment in a very long time. I loved the finish. There's three women left. There's Rhea, there's Liv Morgan, and there's Asuka. Which, again, your number one and two are still in the match. Yes, that I'm gonna pick that in a minute, but so anytime, yeah, well, anytime I see any of the final four, or the final three, and they do something on the outside of the ropes on the apron, I immediately groan. I'm like, great, another spot that's gonna look like shit because they all look like shit. I know one of you guys is gonna fall and one of you guys is gonna dangle. So, Oscar goes to spray mist in Rhea's eyes. She hits Liv Morgan. It was a a touch off, but if people wanted to pick for that, fine. But I thought it was fine. Oscar takes the bump from Rhea, and then Liv Morgan takes out the feet, or is either someone takes out the feet of Rhea, and she's hanging from the top rope, her feet barely touching the ground, but not touching the ground. And the struggle by Rhea was great because we're for pass out. Rhea dips before that spot. Okay, the legs. So like, it's the apron. Oscar out there, Liv jumps in. Rhea smart enough, which shows that ring awareness. Ducks the spray. Yeah, she ducked the spray. Yeah, so which that to me was a like match over. Sold me. This, maybe we're different on different pages of why I like this so much. 
this finish that duck the spray, re against the elimination, on Asuka, rightfully so, my gal. Well, the last elimination was Liv. The last was, but how did, how did Asuka get out? Rhea still. Rhea took her out. But I'm talking about when Rhea's hanging from the ropes. I'm thinking in my head, she's been in there an hour. How are her arms going to hold on? She's the strongest. I know she's the strongest, but on paper, the way the story's supposed to be told is how is she going to hold on? So, (laughs) but at the same time, she did work her ass off. There's a good chance her hands are sweaty and slippery. And I thought she sold hanging there incredibly well. Of course she did. And then she. It, she's able to grab Liv by with using her legs, flip Liv off, gets the win. Rhea Ripley's having this fight on her almost getting fucking tossed. Yeah, yeah. Like that was the moment too. Like we we both popped on it where we're like, we're still worried. Like, <laughs> oh my god, like you could swerve it, mm-hmm. you could have Liv go over. Yeah, but no, Rhea is the the queen. A or great king, win. Or king. <laughs> but it was rightfully so the fourth ever from first to last I believe they said yeah the first woman but yeah but fourth ever to, to do it from number one to 30 I think so yeah because Sean did it uh, Ray did it from number two but he I still they, started I the match they, were like, they said like it was four the fourth of all time it very well could be I'm, I'm trying to think of others but it will it's wasting it, too much time anyway um, yeah, she, awesome job. That was my one of my nitpicks, though, was like we saw the men's rumble. We saw Gunther go from one to the end. And then in the women's rumble, we see Rhea go from one to the end, but then win. For me personally, I don't want to see that on the same night. To me, that's... Who's going to win? You didn't see anything on the same night. You saw someone actually do it. No, I saw two guy, two people go from the beginning to the end, from one to the end. No, you saw someone go from one to twenty nine. You saw someone go to one to thirty. Yeah, so but someone go from one to winning, and someone go to one to second place. Yeah, they so didn't see the same thing. Basically, did. If no, you if you, you did not. If you look at okay, so how long was Rhea Ripley in the Rumble match from beginning to end? It was an hour. Yeah. How long did you see Walter in there from beginning to the end? It was an hour. It's the same thing, just a different within, outcome. Within seconds. But the match ends as soon as he's out of the ring. So it's the same it thing. Cody, this was standing there in the way. Yeah, the outcome is not the... I don't have but the issue the, with the outcome. But in that, in that match, I think that is the the big one. That's why they gave it to Sean the way they did. That's why you do that. And then you didn't see it again for fucking 15 years that they did from one to, to the end again. And, so now I got to see it in the same night. No. I, no, it doesn't need to be done that no. way. That to me is lazy producing. But you did it. You didn't. But I did. The, but I did. did. No, but I saw someone go from the beginning. Did one to win, and someone else did. Yeah. So you didn't see the same thing. But I did. No, you didn't. Just shut up. <laughs> I for the did. First time ever. Like just get it that the women's division needed this more than the men. Exactly. That's pretty much my point. So why do I need to see Walt? Why couldn't Walter come in at four? And then go to the end. But I'm just saying, I don't need to see the the, essentially the same scenario where you're the point is of getting someone from one to the end. You're saying that that is not even anyone's worry except yours in the world. You're the only person (laughs) I know who has this problem in the entire world. Uh, It's not even a problem, it's a nitpick. As an IC champion, I know why they did that. I'm strong enough to beat all of you. Rhea Ripley, you know why she did it? 
because she's the toughest motherfucker in that division. It plays in two different levels. I I, I, I think Gunther needed it. Yeah. Okay. So why wouldn't you just move Rhea to four then instead of one? No, she had to be number one. It only shaves off ninety seconds or whatever it is of two minutes of time for her elapsed time, and then so bad at math. I, I'm not. I'm not here for my math skills, brother. I, I'm just saying. I I think they could have not done the carbon copy same thing on the same night for two rumbles. It, it, it's so crazy that you bring that up because I think the one thing we could agree on is that we are okay with the predictable rumble. And this is where you're gonna attack it. Is that? Yeah, but it came in at one. Yeah, I I don't know why it just it kind of you know left I, a, a my weird only taste in my issue mouth. With by the rumble this year was that Cody came in at thirty. Anyway, but, it, but either way, it doesn't take anything away from Rhea's giant oh, win. Oh hell no! And I, I don't think it takes anything away from Cody's. Even though no, I absolutely just, not. I just wish. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, this guy a little <laughs> um, two things that I did like from the Rumble that I didn't expect. Uh, one was Nia Jax coming back. You know what? And number, as her being number thirty, what they're gonna do with her? She's got a T-shirt on WWEshop.com, so I guess she's back. She wasn't on. She wasn't on Raw this I'm week. Sure that's- <laughs> and I like the return of Chelsea Green. They made her entrance and appearance, and the, the announcers made her. Chelsea Green is back, this, this, and this. She's out as and soon as she's back. in. They bushwhacked her and from one side to the other. They did, but they made it work well with the follow-up on Monday Night Raw with her. Just the backstage reaction that she had with Adam Pierce. She's very much going in a, a, a demanding diva-esque type character, which I think will work really, really well. As long as they don't kill the program early on her. If I, it kind of sucks because I thought about this with Chelsea Green coming back. Because obviously we're <laughs> thinking about woo woo woo. <laughs> you know our it. boy uh, <laughs> Zach Ryder. I would have had Zach Ryder come back and face Austin Theory. I thought more about this. Yeah. Who would have been good in that spot? And I, I would like to see a Zach Ryder Austin Theory. I think that would play so well. I think it'd be a great WrestleMania match. Yeah, I'm with you. I don't think we're gonna get that. I I think we're gonna get, no. when when Zack Ryder comes back. I think we're gonna get him until until the Monday. I think so too. When he comes back, I think we're getting a very much a uh, Miz type character with Zack Ryder and Chelsea Green, Miz Maurice type yeah. characters. That's what I think we're gonna Which, get for a while. What? Would be perfect with Miz, right? Exactly. Just, he can get that over. Exactly. That's and what bring I think. People back in the fold with that, mm-hmm. but that's pointless. Um, because we're talking about the most special moment. Ooh, let's get we're into that. We're talking about the main event of the, the Royal main Rumble event. in 2023, and that is the Tribal Chief. Roman Reigns. Head of the table. Versus Evan Owens. Head of the zone. Or if you're in Quebec, Quebec. <laughs> your boy. Um, yeah, the build-up to this match, obviously. Yes, the bloodline is the hottest thing in professional wrestling. Can't say any different. It is the best thing going in professional wrestling. And we were very excited to the build-up. Raw 30 had me sold. Yes. Royal Rumble. And then, obviously, there's some goofing off on on SmackDown. Mm -hmm. Build-up to it. But here we were. The moment came. Roman Reigns, Kevin Owens, both capable workers in man's got a very mediocre performance. It was a very... I would say... And for someone who's watched the end of this match as mm-hmm. much as I have, yep. we skip over something important. The actual wrestling match. 
yeah. It, it was a clash of styles. It just didn't come together quite well no. for me. It was a very, I would say, B pay-per-view styled match. I, I would even say, too, like, I think even generous. Like, again, C-plus performance on either side because they just work so different. Y- yes. Which is weird because, like, they do so well on the brawls on TV and building up to it where you believe these guys are going to go. Mm-hmm. And I also felt like, hey, I've seen Roman Reigns have a better match against Logan Paul. Yeah. We did get a great spot, a scary spot, when Roman grabbed Kevin Owens and slammed his head on the stairs twice, yeah, no, which is... not his head, his goddamn back. I've never <laughs> seen someone do that style of lay on the stairs. Yeah. It, it, and not once, but twice. Yes. When um, we watched, we both went, oh my God. Like, it wasn't okay. <laughs> like, we were not comfortable watching those spots, but if that's your takeaway, obviously, yeah. It's a flub from KO. I'm seeing it all over the internet. That spot in the corner where he tries to do the turn and then moonsault and misses. Getting lit <laughs> on, on social media. So his foot slips off the rope. He can't do the, the double springboard moonsault, which is, it shit happens all the time, whatever, right? For me, the biggest issue was they went back to do a minor version of that spot that didn't matter. Romans blocked it anyway, then went into a Superman punch. To me, I, I was hoping that Kevin Owens would just stay down and sell it, and then Roman and him would get up at the same time, and then you just go back to the Superman punch. But they went back hey, to you do... They, it shows who worked that match. Yeah. yeah. And who was working as it went. Yes. And those guys knew where they had to work it. So lucky for them, mm-hmm. and I mean lucky for them, what happened in that match was a... It really was. Roman Reigns gets the win uh, after a couple of spears, yeah. lays him out flat. I don't think we got any shenanigans from the outside to no. get this one. I think it was a clean it win was, was a- for Roman. But then it's the aftermath that is the talk of oh. wrestling. Oh. <laughs> so the Tribal Chief gets, you know, gets crowned again. He's still retaining his championships. The bloodline comes in the ring, and the Usos start laying the fucking boots to Kevin Owens beating him down, Roman beating him down more, chair shots, this, this, and that. Polly hands out the the handcuff, and they handcuff Kevin Owens' arms to the top rope, and then the Usos start throwing super kicks oh, after super kick. The, just so, so by, by the way, great job, KO. You just got to sit there and hope to God you don't get tagged. Yes. But the Usos, big props. It looked violent and the kind of beatdown you needed to see to sell absolutely solos there doing his thing as well but as this is going on you're watching in the background of Sami Zayn torn watching this saying all right is that could be enough right oh man that's a bad super kick oh man that's a bad oh i think we're good guys but not getting in roman's way not getting he's just reacting like damn it that's my fucking friend god damn it then a chair comes into play and roman's got the chair oh. It's magic. This is this actually you talking about it giving me the chills that we got edge of our seats. Yes. So Roman's got the chair. Meanwhile, shit talking KO the entire time, doing a great job, and threatening to you know crack crack open Kevin Owens with his chair at the moment too, where you're ready to pull it back, and you're ready. You're like, wow, this guy is. 
pretty much Jesus right now. <laughs> yeah. Crucified. Here comes the chair shot. Who finally steps in between Roman and KO? The honorary Ooze himself. But still selling it where I wasn't convinced that things were going to happen because he said, you don't need to do this. This is beneath you. He's already I beaten. That's it. Still putting him on the tribal chief. Level. Yeah. And then we knew, Scott and I knew, we were just like, He's gonna say. We're not sure if he will, but like they, this is how good the Hunter era is, mm-hmm. where we're still guessing. Because I still couldn't believe that Sammy took that chair and did. But he said, "What was that? Oh, underneath it, just held it out." There's a live crowd there, so words are nothing. And let's flash back to Monday night, where Roman said, "When I see you at the Rumble, that is your final test." Yeah, it, and this has been a build up the entire by my hip. The test here was. Yes. Held the chair out. And finally, underneath it. You do it. You do it. And that's where we're just like, oh, man. Sammy, and they make you believe. They shoot Sammy holding the chair, ready to go. Roman's in the frame, back to him. You're like, this is it. Nope. And the, then he turns and he talks yeah, to him. You're the, like, cra- oh. the crowd bit, we all bit. We're like, Sammy's doing it. Yeah. Nope. And then Roman turns around. He doesn't turn around like, oh, I got my back to you. He turns around and says, this is this is not your friend. You need to do this. This is for the bloodline. I'm go back and do that jackass. <laughs> yeah. just, it's cutting back through that Sami Zayn storyline. It, it shows how deep this matters. Yeah. And just, again, gets right in his back. You're just like, oh, he's got him. No. Sammy holds off again. He's, I can't do this. There's no need for this. Roman starts pie-facing him. You're disobeying me. You're not going to listen to me. You're tribal chief. After is, everything I've done for you, after every opportunity, this, this is, is my life. life. This is how I feed my family. Yeah. Oh, this is how we feed our families. It's so good. It's great. He's And you can see Sammy like fucking knock it off, knock it off. They almost go head to head a little bit. And then Sammy looks away. Yeah. It's, it's so good. It's and then Roman turns his back and Sammy cocks that and chair. That's, it, this was the second turn where Johnny and watching. Shout out, Candice, we love you. We love you. <laughs> but this was the moment we knew we're like, oh, this is it. This is the bookend. All right. Yeah. They're, they're going to do it. And Sammy swings through and gets the tribal chief with one. Just like Seth Rollins did years ago to the Shield, just, Roman Ryan. And, and you know what? I love that because that, that's a, been a big thing about it. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's very similar to what happened there. Sammy hits Roman and everything stops. The crowd even, too, like... Crowd pops fucking huge. Everyone's obviously, for the honorary news, we've seen TV. It was shocking to me, too. It was the turn to Jay. It's so wild how good this storytelling is (laughs) because Jay is losing. Because on Monday Night Raw, Raw 30, the go-home Raw for Rumble... Jay is the one that said, you're my brother. You're like family to me because you've had our back since day Take one. So many bullets for the blood. That's what family do. Yeah. Um, they got to they gotta iron that Yeah. Out. But <laughs> so Sammy hits Roman. Roman's down selling like a champion. Polly in the back going, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And Jay just full of anger saying, what you doing, man? That's our tribal chief. How could you do this? How could you do this to me? But it, it's good, too, because 
Sammy sells it so well when he turns. Because he knows he's like, I had to, man. Like, I can't take this and, anymore. And like, he's broken because he loves the Usos. He there does. no doubt that Sammy Zayn loves the Usos. But it's this, he's looking in the corner of Jay. Mm-hmm. You watch that back, and he's only looking at one person. He's looking at Jay. Oh, my God. And then off to, to, to Jay's left is Jimmy, the one guy that's had yeah. Sammy's back from day one. They've yeah. got the handshakes. Love Sammy. But there was a seed planted about a month ago where Roman and Jimmy are in the back, and he's like, are we doing this? Are we making him an ooze? Are we making him part of the bloodline? Like, come on, man. Like, he's not really family. And that's when we get the super kick from Jimmy to Sammy, knocking him right out. And Jimmy going in hard, laying the fist into him, beating him down. And then you see Solo come in, doing his thing, hitting him with a spike, knocking Sammy down again. Roman's finally up. And starts laying into Sammy and whatnot. They're doing their job. The one thing that's missing is Jay Uso. Jay is not involved in the beatdown at all. Eventually, Jimmy's staring at Jay. Roman's staring at Jay. Solo's staring at Jay. And Jay's just in the corner, almost shaking, frozen. And he just drops and rolls out. And the crowd pops fucking huge again. It just erupts. In a way, too, but also gotta give it to Jey Uso to sell that walk. And again, not a small ramp at the 2020 no. Rumble. Walking and selling like he was truly crushed and saddened by what just happened. And torn. Torn. Who had been there to help and take those bullets had to finally man up and say, like, Listen, man, this guy's from my past. Like, had to do the thing. It happened. When mm-hmm. he walked that whole stretch, covering his face, head and selling, hands, selling the cry almost. Yeah, and anger, yeah. and just rage and frustration, heartbreak. Which, which is great because you needed the beat down of Sammy, and you <laughs> needed the beat down of Ko. The one of the best things that. As Jay's walking away, the camera's on Jay, and all you can hear is the background is Jimmy. I'm your brother. That's not your brother. I'm your brother. Where are you going? We're family. And Jay just frozen walking away. Oh, that's I like how that's your takeaway. Loved the it. The takeaway is this. Sammy laid out. Kale laid out. Hands the later Roman. Ooh. Fuck you, Roman. The crowd. At an all-time high. He, yeah. he finally got him there. They acknowledged he should have been the moment you get booed. Yeah. That's what they wanted. Yes. You are a bad guy. We need to somehow get you there where the heat is real. If Dwayne does come at Mania, we need a real baby face. Mm-hmm. It ain't going to be you. Maybe The Rock. Yeah. Those two. We don't need him. We don't need him. That is irrelevant. The second he is ripping off flowers from the... And that crowd is saying... Fuck you, Roman. We both said, that's he. That's yes. He. Like, that, is, that is how you do this story. This Jay is potentially over. And everyone on the internet knows, wow, Jay Uso just could be a single star. 
they could have finally found a way to get those guys to not be a tag team. Mm-hmm. It sucks for fucking Jimmy. I will tell you that <laughs> right now, if that's the case. But that was a good way to split those brothers up and to have him go and maybe have a run. And it feels good because he sold it so well. Every little bit of the bloodline has been calculated and it shows to a certain payoff. And maybe did they jump the gun? At Rumble. I don't think so. I don't think so. Everything was so perfectly executed. I can't say that, damn, I wish it would have let this out a little longer. It sucks in an era where, like, Cody came back. Yeah. Because, yes, he is a star. And there's no doubt about it. But we could have just made him wait a little bit longer. It's... (laughs) Just make him wait a little bit longer. This mania could have panned out just hot bloodline story. It it, It still will. It will, but I'm going to say it's 2014 all over again when Daniel Bryan is on the rise for everything, and then Batista comes back and and wins the Rumble. Nobody wants that right now because Daniel Bryan is so organically over, much like Sami Zayn is more so organically over. He's the chosen one, and Cody Rose right now is the manufactured chosen one. Just this, it took WWE forever, and maybe you know what. (laughs) Hunter, Polly, and I know like Paul and even Roman are very invested in the story and they get some say. Yep. I think Polly is obviously smart. The mastermind he's, behind and all he's of it. done good long term storytelling. He's W even WWE. Mm-hmm. To know like we have fire. Like, yep. Is that Polly's backup plan is always is Brock. <laughs> yeah. He's he's got somewhere to go back, but it felt so good. And we were both jaw dropped. And we knew, like, this had to end. Mm-hmm. And when you even pump fake me once in the same show with yeah, Shaw, I was like, <laughs> okay, maybe they won't. And then they did. I was like, oh, they got me. Like, I still get that pop. I have nothing but love for the Bloodline storyline. And even, it could have a messy end. It really could. Elimination Chamber still happened. Then we get WrestleMania. I still think if we're, it's front runner, a long year, but it's the best storyline. Yeah. Say, it, it sucks because, like, I should, we could have factored it in last year. It's, but it's too late because it would be like, hey, 2023 storyline of the year. It could it's, still it's, be it's, this. It's, it's, it's the bloodline. Yeah. And um, also, like, it, it, it sold me on Roman. For the last how many months? Mm-hmm. Sammy Zayn, obviously. The Usos, obviously. Never, they've he never been so more over. As a menace, even though you should have that guy win more. Yeah. But this ending to a pay per view erased everything that happened before it. It did. Cody winning three or whatever. Everything else was useless because the internet can only talk about one thing the Sammy Zayn chair shot for around the world. <laughs> It was absolutely beautiful. And we both said, like, wow. And even when I went home that night, I'm like, I'm rewatching it again. Like, mm-hmm. I'm watching the show again because I want to see every little bit of that. I've watched it five times since Sunday. And, you know, full disclosure, we're recording on a Tuesday right now. I've watched it five times since just that post Kevin Owens Roman Reigns match. And it's it's just so perfectly well done. That chunk of, of storytelling right there is a 10 out of 10. If you want to melt it, it's it's eight stars out of five. 
That's just the way it is. (laughs) But it, it was just that good. And like you had said, it's a bit of a bummer because now they're somewhat handcuffed. They have to kind of finish this main part of this storyline on so they can get to Roman and Cody because Cody has already said, yes, it's me and Roman at WrestleMania. So I've got some theories that I think in, in future shows, I think I'll be able to, you know, chat with you guys about on how I think I would book it, even if it's uh, not even remotely close to how they probably will book it. I just have some fun theories. But all in all, Royal Rumble 2023, I'm going to give it an easily an 8 out of 10. I would, I would agree. Eight, I like going out of 10 myself, but I would say 8 out of 10. Yeah. Even, the, even the, like the low parts, if it be those matches, I think the highs are just way... Way bigger than it was. Absolutely. For me, even the, the the two low part of the matches, the pitch black match and the women's raw women title match, for me, I still want to see how they follow that up. So that means they did, I guess, something right. I, I haven't written it off like I do Baron Corbin. I just, I still want to see what's next. Uh, I'm a big, heavily invested into Bray Wyatt, and he's basically involved in both of those stories with himself, obviously, and then with Alexa Bliss from that other match. So there's a lot going on there. But Royal Rumble as a whole is a pay-per-view and this is big in this day and age is one that I'm going to go back and watch when I need a wrestling show to just throw on and be like, man, I had fun watching that. That's a great show. Kind of like I do when I want to watch in my house from like 1995. Yeah, it is again, uh, naysayers out there. Yeah. Uh, predictable rumble matches. Guess what? It doesn't mean they weren't great. Exactly. And, uh, the ending of this pay-per-view, if it didn't have you, then maybe you just can't believe in wrestling. Yeah. And that's fine. Just, that's your thing. But the big one was like, we are on the road to WrestleMania. I'm so excited. Yeah. Especially the way the Bloodline stuff is going. Obviously, I'm very excited to see how they're going to build Cody to get into that main event picture. My gal, Rhea Ripley, <laughs> please come on the In My House pod. Love to have you. Yeah. Uh, we've got, uh, in two weeks, is Elimination Chamber from this coming weekend. Uh, so obviously we're, I'm pumped for that. It's in Montreal where I think if you're going to get Sammy and Kevin over even more, you can use this Montreal crowd to project them to that next level. I think that's part of the plan. I'm curious to see what happens with the bloodline going into elimination chamber since they're not going to be involved in any elimination chamber matches. So that to me is very intriguing, but we will break that down and preview that when the time comes. But as of for now, the Royal Rumble has been amazing. We're on the road to WrestleMania. And you're on it with us, and we're on it with you. Thanks so much for checking in the show again this week. Quick note for our listeners. Paralegal Mike is on his way to Mexico. There will be no show Friday, February 10th. That's Paralegal Mike's birthday. Scotty Villa would say it is the 11th, because he's a bad friend. (laughs) 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 But uh, no, there will be no show the upcoming week. We apologize. There is plenty of content. There will be episodes one through five available on the Spotify, available on Amazon Music. Please catch up. Hit us on the socials. Talk with us. So, since we're not here next week, hit us up on socials on the Instagram at In My House Pod, on Twitter at In My House Pod. Uh, you can interact with me on Instagram at Scotty Via Wrestling. Hit up Mike as go well. Just go to the In My House Pod. Do, do that. Go at In My House Pod. I will uh, tell you, you have bad taste <laughs> on personal on Twitter. Hit us up. Uh, give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram. Share it with your friends. Share the show with your friends. But yeah, we're off for one week. We're we back are, the next week. We are back regular schedule program. Absolutely. February 16th or 17th, but we will be recording. And yes, we will be back with you. Thank you for your patience. Also, again, big shout out. Caravan. 
Imperium collectibles. That's right, in Regina, Saskatchewan, eight number sixteen forty Albert Street, number two. Please go see your friends at Caravan. Evan, we love you. Thank you so much for all your support. Hell yeah, man! You meant the world to us. Can't wait to get back at it. Join us in my house, pop. You'll find us there. That's Caravan with a K, by the way, here in Regina. But you'll find us. Uh, he's sharing his stuff on his Instagram feeds all the time. His stories all the time. Again, at In My House Pod for myself and Mike. That's where you find us on the socials. We're off for the week, uh, but you can still interact with us there. We're still around. We'll be chatting with you. Let us know what you thought on the Rumble, the thought on the show. Please do. We, we want to hear how excited you were about the Rumble. Thank you. Yeah. A black. It's a great show. And it's a great show. Thank you. In my house. Bro, wrestling. Welcome to my